We acknowledge the traditional owners of the country on which we record this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We also acknowledge that the people of this land engage in a musical experience that has been practised for generations and that sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to the Groovy Collective podcast. At the tender age of 20, Western Sydney songstress Gemma Navarrete has broken into the music scene with her debut track, Older. She joins us on the podcast today to talk about her influences and her next steps. Welcome to the show, Gemma. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. Glad that you're here. And also, I'd like to mention that she is from where we grew up as well. So, represent Terminal 1 District. That's <laughs> the area. The area. We're so new. The one. <laughs> so Gemma, for people who haven't heard about you before, tell us about what you do. So I am a singer, songwriter, musician, all of it. Uh, not really producer. Getting there. Getting there with the producing goals. But um, go those the goals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um I have been singing since I was eight years old and writing since I can remember. I um I used to like write little like jingles, I guess you could say. It wasn't they were not full fledged songs. They were like thirty, maybe twenty second little like rhymes that I would repeat over and over and over and be like, This is a song. But um I uh I yeah, I started singing when I was eight and the story's funny. We were at on a holiday in Queensland and we were at a karaoke bar and my mum was like, you should sing. And I was like, okay. I think, I think, I like can't vaguely remember. All I remember is I sung The Climb by Miley Cyrus and I got applause and I was <laughs> like, this is it. This is my career. And that never changed. Wow. <laughs> that so never that, changed. that was the moment for you. Yeah. And then like I, we used to go camping three times a year, which is like crazy. But um, every January we'd go camping um, at this place, it was like Nelson's Bay, and they would have like Talent Quest, and I sung Selena Gomez's A Year Without Rain, and one year I sung Our City, like you would not believe your <laughs> like I sung that wow. with my full chest. That is I was a like, great song. Like <laughs> Did you do the whole nasally voice thing that I you prob- probably when I was younger? Cause cause like I. I th- I think when I was younger, I would sing in a way where I would just replicate the singers. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be the one singing; I would just replicate them, you know. So I most definitely sung like our city. I don't remember, but I, I just can feel that I did that when I would. It was terrible because I used to listen to Ariana Grande nonstop, and I can't sing like her. I can't sing her range. I can't sing that high, but I would screech and go just like her. <laughs> I would screech and then when I started getting singing lessons my singing teachers were like oh honey <laughs> we have so much to fix <laughs> so that, that was fun but I mean that's incredible like at, at such a young age being able to replicate and like you're still learning a lot in that process you know mm. and you can't expect to find your own voice in inverted commas oh until you kind of mature which is I guess kind of where you're at now so do you think you have mastered your personal singing style now 
I th- I think so. Goodbye, I, Ariana. No more Ariana. Now when I sing Ariana Grande, I sing it like seven keys down. I refuse to sing that high. It hurts. I'm in pain. I did, I did watch it. the video on YouTube. Oh. Everyone should watch that. It was beautiful. Loved yes. It. i got to put it right down. Right down. Yeah. I wouldn't say mastered. Like who used to say like – like I don't think I can be the one to say, well, I guess so. I think that I have like identified – my sound if that makes sense but mm-hmm. I, it's still evolving and growing like especially when I produce my own tracks they're written in pop like they're written with pop chords because mm. I want to be writing in jazz but I don't have the skill set to do that just yet yeah so I can write my melodies in jazz but then when I go to the piano I'm like see and I'm like that's not jazzy <laughs> <laughs> it's not jazzy at all but we're getting there especially with studying we're getting there <laughs> definitely good speaking of studying mm-hmm. um where what's a what are you what are you studying at the moment? So, I study contemporary music at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music, mm-hmm. which falls under Sydney Uni. <laughs> you heard her, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I like walk around there. It, it's all I do is I just walk around Sydney and I'm like, are you from West Sydney? Are you? Yeah, <laughs> you be my friend. <laughs> Surely you'd be able to po- like point them out if they're in tracksuits and. Look vaguely ethnic. I'm like, you're my friend. That's or right. if they're like, voila. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're perfect. Friend. That's a clear indication that someone's from the West. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. No doubt. They're so hard to find. They're so hard. Few and far between. Few and far I just can't find them. I've been looking. You got to represent. Uh, exactly. I'm doing all the representing. Yeah. It's, and it's I hard do- work. I don't know if I uphold the Fairfield name as good <laughs> as I should. I'm probably, if anything, making everyone be like, oh, okay, I'm not going there. Because I'm like, you want to talk about Fairfield? You want to talk about Fairfield? <laughs> 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 They'll be like, oh, I just got the ferry from Manly. Oh, like, oh. I got the train. <laughs> 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 That's right. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it when teachers, like, when they're like, like this morning they were like asking about like um our area, how it's going with like the rain and such. Mm. And I was like, Penrith, it's near my house. <laughs> it's getting there. I saw an article this morning that said Wetherill Park. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're thinking about all the people going through that right now. Mm. But that was, yeah, it was a certain part of Wetherill Park. So Mm. pretty scary. It is. I want to take it back a little bit. We have Mm. a little segment, I should say, called Parental Guidance. And it's where you tell us a bit about the influence that your parents had on your music taste or some of the music that shaped your younger years. Okay. So... My um, music, uh, when when I was younger, so my mum's Italian, my dad's Chilean. Mm-hmm. My mum, like my musical memories with my mum are either her listening to opera in the car and like crying. She, it happened once. If she, li- she was going to listen to this back and be like, that did not happen. <laughs> but one time we were listening to An- Andrea Bocelli in the oh, car perfect. and he hit that note and she went, it's so moving though i totally understand that yeah opera's moving so that so my mom she used to she used to every now and listen to opera not often she doesn't anymore but also my mom loves disco she loves Mm -hmm. her smooth fm but um my dad because when when we go camping my dad would play cds like burnt cds and he would just have like the same like seven songs and always like once every now and then there'd be a 
a Latin song. And the one Latin song I grew up on was Suavemente. Oh, that's oh. right. I know that song Do you as know well. That song? Even Sean yeah, knows. I know that song. Suavemente. Besame. <laughs> oh, my that's hips all, are moving. Wait, that's no. all I know. That's <laughs> like That was all I grew up on. Every time I'd hear that song, I'd be like, hmm? What is this? Because I was not raised Chilean. So dad would play that song and I'd be like, this is out of character. I don't know what's going on. But I, but th- that song was it would be a reminder. I'd be like, oh, that's right. I'm Chilean. <laughs> But, yeah, he used to play that song all the time amongst, like, Australian top 40. Mm-hmm. So, my my parents aren't musical, mm-hmm. but according to my mum, my nonna was, he used to walk around singing very loudly, apparently, and he had a real interest in music. And I found out, like, last week that my nonna, too, she wanted to oh, – I could have translated it wrong. But <laughs> from what I understood, she was saying, like, apparently she would sing in her town and, and this man came up to her and was like, juggle me, you know, why didn't you sing? And she was like, I don't know. I don't remember what the reason was, but someone said to her, you have a voice for singing. And wow. then she said, and then I came to this chat. That's but lovely. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not too sure, like, how legitimate my translation is. Slash, yeah, she, the, she has, like, this book and I didn't realise, but she, when she was younger, she used to write out lyrics of songs. I thought she had written the songs, but then she told me, no, this is like already songs oh. that I've just written out. So my yeah. nonna also seems to, and she sings like, I'll like prompt her to sing by like starting like to sing like an old like Napoletana song and she'll join in. And like, she has like a beautiful, just like, she has a cute voice. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like musical with my family, I wouldn't say it was too strong. I don't know where I got my musical flair from, but mm. It happened somehow. <laughs> yeah. And obviously uh, you've named up already Selena Gomez mm. and Miley Cyrus as mm. a few of the ones mm. to, to watch when you were young. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any others that you add to that list? I used to, when I was five, well, I actually have literally been singing like my whole life. Not like legit, like seriously, but like mm. I really have been singing like my whole life. Like when I was five, I used to sing Shakira. but specifically like i would just sing on repeat oh baby when you talk like Like, that's (laughs) it nothing else i didn't know the rest of that song and i had a puppy like a a toy dog named shakira and i brought around me italy and i lost him Um, it's really sad um and yeah i used to sing that song i used to play with like these toy horses it's all coming back to me now i used to play these toy horses whilst just singing oh baby when you talk like (laughs) (laughs) so you know, at five years old, you probably didn't need to know the rest of the lyrics to that song no, anyway. So no, that's no, no. totally I, fine. I used to listen to S&M by Rihanna. We don't talk about <gasps> that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we'll allow it. As we'll allow as it. As soon as I hit, like, I only started listening to music on my own hmm. when I got an iPod, iPod, which was probably when I was around 10, 11. And my music taste as a youngin was disgusting. I would listen to, like, David Spill. Guetta. Like hey, come on now. Well, no, but like old... Da- um, we were listening to David Ghetto last weekend. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Titanium. He, he's got some tunes, but I would, I, would, I would listen to music that my brother used to listen to. He had one of those like old iPods where you'd have to do that to... Oh, you, know, yeah. you know the ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a hand motion That's right now, but... The, s- the <laughs> nanos? The nanos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he used to listen to like Timbaland, like the way, yeah. the way I are. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. good stuff. He used to listen to like Tupac, like... Yes. All, all of it. So I would copy him, but then when I got my hands on my mm. own iPod, I was like, no, I'm going to listen to techno. I used to listen to like weird techno songs that I just find on European charts. Yeah. And they'd have no words. It was just like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> like not house music. It was like 
classic like 2000s techno. Lady Gaga, I love Poker Face. Yeah. Yes. Would you say that your brother influenced you with the music that you're making now? Because it's very slow R&B 2000s vibe. That's what I'm getting. Is that where you think he got the inspiration from? Or is it just amalgamation of like new artists? I mentioned You mentioned that you listened to um, Snow, Allegra and mm. Umi. Mm. So it's just kind of a, a mixture of 90s, 2000s and the newer stuff, would you say? Mm. That's a uh, that's a good question. I feel like um, my brother helped subconsciously. Like he probably doesn't know this, but he introduced me to R and B because of what he used to listen to, like Kiss Kiss, Chris Brown, you know, mm-hmm. like War to War. Yeah. But um, I like didn't listen to that music until I came back around full circle to maybe when I was about like seventeen, eighteen. My music journey has been wild. Mm. Like the music I've been listening to is wild. It went from t- ten years old techno, and then it went into like. Disney Channel music, like you just no, and then it was like I used to listen to like anime. Thi- I was like an anime girl back in the day, and I would like stream anime theme songs. I would just illegally download them and listen to them in the airport and be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like pop, and then it was like K-pop, and then no, before K-pop was One Direction, and then mm-hmm. One Direction broke up, and I was like, I have nothing to do with my life anymore. <laughs> so I go into K-pop, and then but before then, I used to listen to like. Red Hot Chili Peppers, like The Fray. And then yeah. I had a punk phase. Like yep. for one year straight, all I listened to was Paramore. Oh. All, only Paramore. Yeah, And Paramore. like Panic at the Disco. Mm. Yeah. And then I think after K-pop, then it hasn't changed since then. It became rap, R&B, mm. you know, still pop. I love yep. my pop. I, I just adore pop. Yep. Like, you know, Irony Grande, Ride or Die. But yeah, I think once I finish high school or like once I hit like year 11, 12, afterwards now that has stuck before then it was everything and anything what what would you say your go-to song is right now or album or artist uh, you said ariana grande um is there any mm. others that you like you go straight to your spotify or apple music we don't discriminate here <laughs> what was the, f- what's the first thing so. but um we are too as well <laughs> <laughs> um i Ariana Grande is just like I've I've been listening to Ariana Grande. I feel like uh, yeah, ever since I got my iPod, like I was streaming the way you know. Mm. Ariana is definitely ride or die. But if it's not Ariana, I this is rough because I like change my like top artists all the time. I stream like I lately or like if I'm not listening to like R and B pop, it's reggaeton. Oh so my god. <laughs> You're saying all the right things yeah, right now. That's, uh, that's the key to our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I feel like reggaeton at the moment is a bit like if it's not yeah. my, you know, R&B pop, it's reggaeton at the moment. What what artists? So, <laughs> shout out to this one. There's this Chilean artist I really like. Her name is Princessa Alba. She's amazing. You just, you're just okay. okay taking notes right, right now. Down, she's down, she's down, really, down, really cool. Down. Literally. But um, I love, you know, I love a bit of... Um, I love Celia Cruz. She's not reggaeton, but that's just Latin. I love yes. Celia Cruz. She's iconic. Mm. Respect There's where respect is due. Yeah. Exactly. But sorry, back to Rick. J Balvin, classic. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got up, you know, I listen to Gasolina unironically quite often. Yep. As do I want to walk Tick. down the aisle to Gasolina. <laughs> Literally. That I is the best thing I've heard. All like <laughs> no, <laughs> in a long time. Long it's time. so bad. I go to clubs. I remember this one time after uni, for some reason, there was like an event like one like someone at my uni was throwing like an event and we went to El Camino Cantina and then afterwards we went to that bar what's called the Argyle and I walked up to DJ and I went do you have gasolina 
<laughs> and he like shooed me away and then he like played Shakira to me inside and I was like, this is this is mean. But I go to clubs and I request Gasolina and they'll usually instead play like that like Dua Lipa song with J Balvin or something. Yeah. Or like Tucky Tucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this isn't what yeah. I asked for. Tucky Tucky, no. This isn't what I asked for. I'm like, I, I want Gasolina. Mm. And on, if I'm lucky, I'll play Gasolina. But I'm that annoying person that goes to bars and goes, do you have Gasolina? <laughs> Honestly, a, d- a DJ should have Gasolina in their repertoire mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you ever sing in Spanish? Yes. <laughs> oh. So I, I can't speak Spanish. I, I can like speak a little bit of Italian. I studied it in two years for high school. So the problem is when I speak in Spanish, I speak it with an Italian accent. I mean, it's mm. not too dissimilar anyway. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's still Latin yeah. roots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I think a Latin person could understand me speaking or singing in Spanish, but it's, mm. it doesn't. It, you can tell that I'm not like, it's not my first language, you know, or that I can't speak it well. I s- actually, um, I had a single launch uh, for Old R. Yay. That's <laughs> right. And I sung a song in Spanish by another Chilean artist named Denise Rosenthal. I hope I said that right. And I sung a song that she wrote with her partner in Spanish. Yeah, of course it was in Spanish. Um, and afterwards, a family friend came up to me and they said like, oh, you Spanish song, I couldn't really understand you, but good job, hey. Oh, I mean, look, it just has to be, even if it's just phonetic. Like mm, that's it, yeah, it's all phonetic. It's all Beyonce phonetic. sings in Spanish. She doesn't know what she's saying, probably. Oh, they all do now. So do. you know, <laughs> no, it's totally yeah. fine. I I want to start singing in Spanish more. There's like this one Mexican folk singer. Oh, he's so amazing. I don't remember his name, but he has this one song. It's really easy to play on guitar, and I'm not a good guitar player. So I'm like, this is the song you gotta cover because it's easy. <laughs> so I really want to cover that one day there's also this other like song by these two like mexican artists yesi yoy because it's jesse joy so i think it's yesi yoy <laughs> and it's called like algemas it's so good it's like latin pop it's great so yeah there are so many and i'd love to like my like dream is to one day like get up on stage and sing like la vida es un carnaval you know mm. like that's that's my dream we'll you know? wait for that we'll, we'll wait. wait for that we'll wait patiently yep. waiting mm-hmm. so how exciting you had your single launch yeah how did that feel how like Things are moving into place, I feel. Mm. Where are you at? Yeah, it was crazy. It took so much hard work. Like, I'm so thankful for the people who helped me organise it. I'm so thankful to, like, um, the people over at ICE. Mm-hmm. Shout out Morgan, love my life, beautiful, beautiful soul. Um, they um, helped me, like, organise it. And I also had, like, two food vendors. This one, um, eat, It was co- it's called Eat My Vegan and then another... Um, group called um amen bakes both vegan which is great yay Um, yay and yeah i had some friends help you know with sound with all of it we all were like you know we got there at like 10 a.m we were just setting up the stage like the whole day we were there so i felt really gross by the end of that when i had to go out on the stage and sing i was like "Ah, okay this is what it is (laughs) (laughs) i like tried to curl my hair at one point (laughs) i like ran to the bar and there like already 60 people there and i was like i gotta go Oh no! <laughs> you know, it's a little taste of life on the road. <laughs> Big things coming. Get it? Get used to it. Get used to sharing. So you mentioned that um, you've been writing, you've been songwriting since you've been ten years old. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever experienced writer's block, and how do you overcome that sort of thing? Do you have a specific um, process that you go through, like maybe some sort of ritual? How do you? How do you deal with that? 
It's tough because I'm not like a full-time singer-songwriter. I can't say I have writer's block per se. The thing that I do is when a melody comes to me, I'll sing it into notes. Mm -hmm. Then when I'm ready, I'll go through, I'll listen to that again. If like... I I I'm pr- I think I'm pretty lucky. Like s- a lot of my songs are written in you know like one day type of thing, or like the skeletons written in one day, and then I'll go back over time and like fix it. But I feel like I'm gonna start getting writer's box. I've got an assignment where I have to make an EP, mm. and like actually having to sit down and like like with my it's very like I don't know if like subconscious is the right word, but because it comes to me and I'm I'm doing it over time. You know I'm writing these songs over time mm. or. I'll go back to that melody and be like, oh, yeah, I know how to finish that off. Yeah. I haven't experienced writer's block yet because I haven't sat down and been like, I'm going you to write to a write song something. now. Yeah, you're under pressure to write something. Yeah. yeah. Although I've done like a few like songwriting. I did like a – I was like super fortunate. It was, it was like out of blue. I applied for this like APRA um, songwriting camp when I got selected and I was like, okay, this is random. And <laughs> I was pretty much put into, yeah, a room with heaps of other writers. There were people from Melbourne. There were people from – it was at Canberra. There, were pe- there was um, someone from Queensland. It was super cool. So that was my first time, like, writing really quickly. Mm. And I found it, like, so fun. I was like, this is great. This is for me. I love it. I love it. But, yeah, I feel like eventually I'm going to deal with Rise Walk. But because I'm, like, doing so many – like, I'm studying. I'm doing this. I'm like, yeah, I'll finish that song later. And then when I sit down to do it. I'm usually pretty lucky and it comes to me. Although every now and then like a melody just like it won't go anywhere. I usually just like be like, all right, on to the next one then. So I can't say if I've truly had writer's block yet. I don't know if that sounds bad. (laughs) But I don't know. I think that's a good thing. It's kind of you're fortunate in that you haven't had to work within. Because that's the thing with creativity. the second that there's like pressure yeah. or there's a timeline yeah. or there's – you lose that. It's like when you're stressed or whatever, mm. it's like mm-hmm. how can you be creative under those conditions? If I was doing sessions four times a week, I would very mm. – I would definitely have writer's block. But I'm just – I'm under no pressure. So I'm like, yeah, I got time. Let's chill. That's, that, that's literally why I don't have writer's block because I'm like, yeah, it's chill. I'll come back to it. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye, song. You'll come back. But well, we'll just wait and see. I'll I'll watch it. I'll listen to this ten years later and be like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> jinx you jinxed your future self. Literally. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Fingers crossed. <laughs> with um with your debut single Older, um, so you've been running for ten years. Was that a song that you've had in your back pocket for for a bit or it's just something that's come t- to you within the p- recent year or so? So this is Great question, because now I can justify my ramble I just went on. So, older, I started writing older in uh, when I trace back. It's like May twenty eighteen, I think, is a voice note. Maybe twenty nine. I think it's twenty eighteen, and it sounds completely different to what it be- to what it like ended up being. But like the the story was the same. I wanted to write like I was at a point in high school where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I am very stressed i don't know what i'm gonna do with my life music eh, i don't know if music is a career who knows what am i gonna do so older was definitely written out of like when i'm older like it'll be chill just just hang in there Gemma. like eventually things are gonna fall into place that's the point of older so 2018 she was born and then first year of uni 2019 i had an assignment we had to submit a demo I scrolled through my voice notes. I found older and I finished it in one night. It just poured wow. out of me. 
it literally like poured out of me. Like once I started, I couldn't stop. And I remember like ran downstairs and showed my mum, and she was like, "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah. So then, if during that voice note you were kind of a little bit all over the place and you were needing a bit of direction and you felt like you would be overwhelmed. Comparing that day to when you finished the song, where were you at emotionally or in your life? Finishing the song? Yeah, com- comparing the two from that Oof. first voice note to finishing the song. Mm. I think I was definitely in a better place. The last years of high school for me were not great. Mm. They were mm. not great. They were terrible. HSC just like took everything out of me. I did all creative subjects and I was just like, I that I am, there's like a video of me. <laughs> there's like a video of me crying like in front of my webcam I'm like I'm not gonna get into uni everyone (laughs) (laughs) and look at you now yeah yeah I actually I got like the littest like I got such a good ATAR for like the subjects I chose and like I state ranked in one subject like I that's incredible very very proud of myself because I was very as you should be I was very like uni my life is meaningless what I can't get the ATAR I want, so what am I doing here? <laughs> but um, it all worked out in the end, which I'm, I'm so lucky for. I say I'm lucky because there was a lot of hard work involved, but maybe I just got good music markers. <laughs> I stayed ranked in music. I reckon the markers were just really happy out there. like, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's cool. Give her a good mark. <laughs> no, I practice no, a lot. Give yourself some credit. Yeah, but um, that I... I was definitely in a better place when I finished older because there was clarity, you know. Mm. There was clarity in my life. I was, you know, midway through. No, actually, we finished older, like, end of last year. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm midway through my degree. I'm like, all right, I've got an idea of where I'm going and things aren't so murky anymore. So (laughs) relief is (laughs) the only way I can put it, you know. With the production on track, were you involved in that as well or was it um, who who – produce the track was that you so i wrote the chords but aside from that i have to credit production to miss chelsea warner Mm -hmm. the production goddess love my life i said everyone's loved my life (laughs) (laughs) i think that's nice i think that's nice yeah (laughs) it's a nice sentiment yeah yeah Yeah. so chelsea warner who i met through uni she produced it um because like that was my first assignment at uni her and another person in my degree chris beautiful boy they put together a demo and then from there, a year later, Chelsea went over that demo and she just like made it what it is today and it's just amazing. The demo and like the finished track are like similar, mm-hmm. but the, de- oh, the finished track is just... <laughs> just, just... We have to agree. It's just being chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Chelsea is a production goddess. Oh, one, one day I'll be there, one day. <laughs> of course. And it was mixed by another person who goes to my uni, Jerome. Jerome Blase. I hope I'm saying that right, Jerome. There's like an accent on the E, Blase. Mm. Oh, then I think it is Blase. Blase, right. I think it is too. Not Blaze. I think right. it is. No, it's definitely Jerome Blase. Love you, Jerome. And it was mixed, mastered by Zero. Fioraven. He has an Italian last name. I'm so sorry, Zero. Fioraventi, something like that. Very Amazing good. job to all three of them. I, I owe them my life. Loves of my lives. <laughs> Shout outs. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, we have, obviously we're a little bit older as Vanessa and I, um, (laughs) so like, uh, (laughs) as we, uh, like, we obviously face different experiences and, um, like different 
issues as we grow up and uh, personal struggles um, mm. and keeping away the existential dread when we realise that the time has like flown by us. Um, but is there anything that excites you about getting older? Mm. I think what excites me about getting older is like, surely at some point this music thing's going to take off, right? Like surely. 100%. So the thought of that taking off excites yeah. me. At the moment it's very like, surely, surely it will happen. And if it doesn't happen, she'll be right. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like the thought of like I'm pretty set on doing music therapy mm-hmm. after uh, like um, as a master's. So the thought of like, f- like what – I didn't even like know music therapy was an option when I was in high school. Like that's only something that's like that I've like really wanted to do maybe like a year ago. It's been a year now I've been looking into it. Like that is like the most like solid. I never wanted to be a teacher. Mm. I never wanted to, you know, like be like a like mm. a high school teacher or like a singing teacher like my whole life. I was like I don't want to do that. But like music therapy just seems like so wonderful. I just think it's going to be like such like a lovely career and I feel like music therapy is something I will be happy to do my whole life if not most of it mm. as like my stable career yeah. as mm. all creative side therapy. hustle yeah yeah <laughs> no well music therapy would be the most perfect like I, I'm so happy that music therapy can be like my main hustle yeah. that I, whilst I have my side hustle you know yeah. it like yeah like I, I never I teachers deserve the most love and respect but I just don't think I got it <laughs> I just don't think I, I don't know if I got it in me and I like I just think like you know looking back mm. on some of teachers in my high school mm. if you're mm. not loving patient and willing to do the work don't get into it no yeah. you lose your spark otherwise yeah. period the way that when I think back and how we treated we treated our teachers is like oh yeah speak for yourself we mate <laughs> <They'd>, oh. <laughs> we, were, we were little brats mm. and it'd be like that it was Horrible, especially in Western Sydney as well. Mm. I think oh. <laughs> there's a different breed of kids out there, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the worst is like teachers who hate their jobs and mm. are like just in it because I don't know. Some of the teachers I encountered, I was like, why are you here? You don't care about me or what I'm doing and you don't care about this at all and I need help and you don't give me help. And blah, blah. So, you know. But I bet you remember your really, really good teachers. Oh, of course. Yeah. The good teachers at yeah. all. Every time I would encounter a good teacher, I'd be like, maybe this music teaching thing would work, but nah. No, but music therapy is really wholesome. And I mm-hmm. think it's such a way – I mean, obviously, when you put up, put out music, you're giving away a part of yourself and mm. stuff like that. But I think with the music therapy, there's like a really nice exchange that you get to have. It's so lovely. Mm. It's so lovely. I'm not a qualified music therapist, but um, I'd like I have clients. I'm a support worker, and sometimes I'll do like music-ish, therapy-ish stuff with them. You know, I'll sing them some songs. You know, anyone from the NDIs is listening. (laughs) 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 It's just like the most lovely thing. It's just so lovely, and I can't wait to like properly do it. You know, like I can't wait. I'm so I'm so excited, and like I've yeah, it's just like the most solid like career path that I've like thought of so far I'm, I'm super excited for it you know and I think also like there's a way I'd, I'd love for there to be a way where with a music therapy degree I can also mold that to like involve social work as well mm. totally yeah I they're all intertwined I feel yeah so. yeah totally it's so refreshing to see someone who's so young and mm. it's already already knows what you want to do like yeah. it's I know when I was growing up I had no idea what I wanted to do and it's just like it's great to see that you have that that light and shine that you, you already know the pathway that you're going to go to. So it's 
And I'm sure that along the way there will be lots of different things that you mm. add to your portfolio or know, that you find yeah. interesting, other things you can dabble in. So we'll be watching closely. Mm. Yeah. I'm open to anything and everything. Hit me up. <laughs> I'll take your photos. I'll sing <laughs> your songs. I'll write your poetry. <laughs> I can't write poetry. <laughs> sing a theme song, please. Yes, <laughs> of course. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. Groupie collective. Groupie collective. No. Um, yeah. I mean, don't. You don't have to <laughs> sing it like that. Please don't sing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write a jingle, don't worry. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. 20 to 30 hist- second jingle you, you to go a little book. You do have a history of writing jingles, so, yeah. We're gonna uh, <laughs> I've, I've been tick, writing. Tick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. That's in the works. So, what are you listening to at the moment? Well, let me grab my trusty What did you listen to with I, when I picked you up? You had your AirPods in. Oh, yes. Where, as when you picked me up, I was listening to All for, all for You by you? Janet oh Jackson. God, yes. Love it. It's all for yeah. you. <laughs> so good. It came on on like, sometimes when I do, fun fact, when I finish my like support, um, support worker shifts, nine times out of ten, as soon as I f- like clock off, I get into my car and I go, Siri, play Good Girls Go Bad on Spotify. <laughs> Is that by um, uh, Cobra Starships and yes. Leighton Meester? Yes, Leighton Meester, Gossip Le- Girl. Wait, what? Leighton Meester? She's yeah. in it. Yeah, she's in the song, man. I have where this is the part. Well, this is the part where I admit that is that like a pop song? Yeah, yeah. I I'll do fall behind on pop girl music. Go bad. Oh go yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, that "All for You" by Janet Jackson came on like a bit later. But I have been streaming Timbaland so much lately. Uh, Timbaland. Timbaland shock value part two. <laughs> Just like do 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 do. That's all yeah, I listen to We played to a now. bit of Promiscuous Girl on the weekend we as well. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Got some, got some Victoria Monet in here. We got some Nick Ward. Shout out, Love Sydney it. artists. I was gonna, I was actually gonna ask if you had any Sydney or Aussie. Oh, I got so many artists. Yeah. I got so many. Please People put us on. Yeah, Chelsea Warner is the most wonderful artist. She's she does it all. Miss Chelsea Warner does it all. Her name really rings a bell. Was she like She's on anywhere, anything? Bro. Oh. You mean like X Factor or something like that? No. She's just everywhere. Okay. She's doing the most. She's doing the most. Jerome Blase, also an artist. There you go. They're all doing it. Everyone's doing it. Nick Ward, amazing. Ashley, she is Western Sydney as well. Who else? No Intent, they're Western Sydney. Carissa May, Western Sydney. Jessica oh, Jade, yeah. Western Sydney. That's <laughs> right. Eski, Western Sydney. Yep. Don't underestimate day. Western Sydney, I've been going all day. I, I really want to make like a podcast for my like Spotify artist playlist of just Western Sydney artists. Yeah, well, you we are going to ask you to make us a playlist for our <laughs> audience. So you are more than welcome to put all those artists It's going to be there. chaos. <laughs> it'll be Good Girls Go Bad and the next it'll be La Vida and Carnival. <laughs> 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 and then it'll be... Everybody hurts. No, R-A-M. Um. <laughs> no. I listen to that. Sometimes when I'm sad, I'll ironic, unironically listen to that song. So I'm like, this is the saddest song I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> that or Decode by Paramore. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm, yeah. My personal Paramore favorite is When It Rains. Yeah. That sad. just gets me right. I can tell because your face totally changed when yeah. Gemma said Paramore. That, yeah. <laughs> Paramore pulled me through high school. Uh, Literally. Yeah. Paramore pulled me yeah. through your tan. Punk saved me. Yeah. Really, it did. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> punk, is, punk is such a powerful genre. Yeah. It's so powerful. I Undervalued. I as feel well. like it's the most emotive, mm. like anything guitar driven, punk pop. Mm. It's like, mm. it just brings me back to those days. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to um, Soundwave? 
No, I I wasn't listening to punk when that was when that was around. Right. What's the new one? There's a new festival uh, that's replaced it. It's like something. Good things. I good think? things. Good yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in um, Campbelltown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? In Campbelltown. Yeah. I there's didn't there's in Campbelltown. There's another one, but I just can't think of it right now. My cousin, my cousin, she listened to punk when she was in high school, and she's still going hard. She listened to it amongst all her jazz and like fusion music. <laughs> but pe- some people who are like hardcore punk will always be punk, yeah, you know, always at yeah. heart. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. my punk phase was a year. I'm like, hmm, did you have a side fringe? No. no. So that's what I mean. Like I was, I was. You weren't fully committed if you didn't. I have wasn't a side committed. <laughs> I wasn't committed. I was committed to BTS and like One Direction. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That was like hardcore, but like I wasn't committed to punk. You know, it was yeah. just around for a year and then it left. Did you ever listen to um, Red Velvet? Yes. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that song so much. Yeah. Is, this K- is it K-pop? Yeah, it's K-pop, but it's mm-hmm. produced by, like, um, this American production group. It's, like, <laughs> and, like, they're getting a lot of um, American production art, uh, like, I think they producers. Do they do most songs. of it. I think Cosmos Midnight did one of Yeah, that's what I, I learned recently. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, APRA, met, like, they put on songwriting camps for Australian artists to write songs to then pitch to it K-pop. Like companies, it's big money. Man. It's a ma- Heck yeah. I'm, big money. I'm really interested by the the business aspect mm. of it as well. And it's yeah. so it's mm. just, just business. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much love and well, I guess like mm. the songwriters probably put the love into it, but mm. then it's 100%. just like yeah. K-pop scares me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's full on. It's full. It's really K- full K-pop on. is cool. Is b- it's because um, there's a lot of genres within one song, and that's what mm. the K-pop mm. listeners like. Yeah. With, yeah. with, with, with Western music, you get like R and B. It's R and B. You get like mm-hmm. dance, mm. dance, but you get like a dubstep breakdown or something <laughs> in like <laughs> a K-pop song, or you get like a, you get like a house beat in a K-pop song. So, mm. yeah. well, I, and I guess like what the the little I know about K-pop is that everything is perfectly curated and marketed. Mm-hmm. So mm, that yeah. is probably well for a reason. Mm. Machine, that's what it is. That's the other right. thing is it's doing the most. K-pop, oh, 100%. Yeah. K-pop does the it's most. All facets mm. the of most. entertainment. And mm. that's why I was so like, like just like in awe when I got into K-pop. I was just like, what is this? You know? It gets you. You get yeah. lost in it. Yeah. Oh, I, I was dive. so lost. Yeah. But then I think I was I was in it. All my phases only go for one year. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I was <laughs> in K-pop. I'm just a phase person, man. But R&B has been around for, like, ages now, so mm. I don't think she's a phase. But, like, yeah, I was in K-pop for one year, but then, like, HC came around, and I was like, no, I need to study. <laughs> so mm. I gave up on K-pop because it was too hard to keep up with. There are so many groups, and they're all doing so much. Slow down. Yeah. BTS, why do you have another album yeah. out? Do they? You put one out two days ago. They have, like, 12 now. I'm exaggerating, Incredible. but they have so many. One for each member. Bro, I swear. <laughs> I swear. I... Mm-hmm. I hope no K-pop fans are listening, but I do not love BTS's music anymore. It's just, it's just like techno now. So much K-pop now is just like the Chainsmokers. Uh, oh. I do like Chainsmokers though. Oh. <laughs> Next question. There's this one song. We that can I'm edit like, that out. We can no, we'll I'm keeping we'll it in. Everyone, I like this Chainsmokers song. Which one is it? So baby. <laughs> it's just clever songwriting, man. <laughs> Um, That's the only song I like. The one. So this ballsy. was fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was fun. End, end of the podcast. I had right fun, now. but it's time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look, I do want to ask. Mm-hmm. 
what is next for you? You've got your debut single out. What's next? What's coming up? Such a loaded question. I know. <laughs> I ask it so casually too. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, it's late. Like it, older came out, like it feels like youngs ago now, like older who? But I'd like to put out a music video. For, I'm taking my time, you mm. know. Go for I'm it. I'm not stressing. I'm taking mm. my time. But I'd like to put out a music video for that. Um, I... I feel like if I rush myself to make another, I, I've got like four, like I've got like some songs written. I just need to like figure out which one I want to do next and in what order, you know. And then from there, mm. I'll get onto the production and everything. I think, I think like what I want to do is older. I was like just, I think I didn't rush older, but I definitely was like, you need to put something out. Mm. Like, come on, let's go. So I'm so happy to put out older, but I feel like I'm going to take it slow now. And if anything, I'll build up like two or three singles. And then like I need to plan that. Older, mm. there wasn't that much planning. Mm -hmm. okay. If anything, I want to do some gigging now. Yep. You know, now that I've got a single, because when you apply for grants and stuff, they're always like, Where, where's your single? Yeah. Do you have any singles mm. out? So I can be like, ha yes, I do. But I don't want to rush this next start of like really establishing myself, you know. I want to, yeah, yeah, like I said, gig more. I want to get out more, put my name out there a bit more. And, um, you know, I think the singles will come. Can't say when, but they'll they'll be there at some time, at some point. <laughs> we'll be patiently waiting. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Very exciting. And uh, oh, yeah, No, sorry. Go. Oh, I was going to say, um, like I said, like for uni, I have to, for one of my electives, I literally just have to like make a concept EP. Yeah. So I reckon... I'll put that on SoundCloud. But so it's, that's how older came about, right? With assignment. Was, yeah, because it was mm -hmm. an assignment. So there you go. You heard it here first, here. folks. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, as part of this assignment, the like the concept that I came up with is like um, a journey of culture. So I've I interviewed my nonna and I interviewed my abuelo. And so I'm going to put like interludes in between <gasps> each of the tracks. Oh, oh I'm a good. sucker for it's an interlude. Oh, I love like a interlude. little audio recording. Oh. Like a little... Yeah, like a, a little snippet. Oh, I love that. Gets oh. me right in the Oh, yes. Yeah. Right here. I love an interlude. Interlude was grandparents. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Top tier. Yeah. Top tier. So, it's going to be lit. I just need to do it, hey. I <laughs> 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 should do it. And, I, yeah, I'm planning on writing one song in Spanish, one song in Italian, so that'll be rough. <laughs> my Spanish is not good. But you I'm can just gonna do it. I'm just going to get my I family can help to help you. me. Yeah. <gasps> family can help you. Please. Yes. Fine. Yes, yes, yes. It'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Sounds like another EP to me. <laughs> foreign language EP. That's yes. right. Yeah. We're just gonna cover reggaeton songs. Oh, perfect. What's what will be the first one? First one will be. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> one time, my dad walked in on us watching a lyric video of Gasoline. He was like, "What? Do you know what he's saying? What? What is he saying?" And I was like, "I don't know, but I'm vibing." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, who knows what? Who knows what Daddy Yankee's saying? Just like people. What's he saying? Who knows? He's going from London to Ibiza. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. But he's also really sus. Is he? Just his lyrics. They're just like, ladies. Oh, the ladies. Yeah. I love ladies. And the constant wearing of the sunnies as well. It's not to Take be trusted. What are you hiding? Take them off. Yeah. That was constantly sunny in Puerto Rico. Was it? Well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just something constantly more. sunny. It's just ne Maybe. it's never dark there. It's never a dark day in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
True. <laughs> Thank you. I just needed the confirmation. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gemma, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and getting to hear all about your experiences and finding out a little bit about the themes for your next potential little project that we'll be waiting for. Um, And yeah, look, if you want to make us a playlist, we'll also accept that. Tell, Tell the people at home where they can find you online, on their line. So, you can find me on Instagram at Gemma's Jams. It's a very embarrassing username, but I'm sticking with it. I'm actually into yeah, it. Gemma Navarette is too long, mm-hmm. you know? So, Gemma's Jams, that is what it is. Um, on Spotify, you can find me under Gemma Navarette. Gemma Navarette. Mm-hmm. Navarette, yes. Yeah, that's Nav- how I'll say Gemma it. Navarette. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma Navarro. Gemma Navite. I'm just Gemma, you know? Gemma Navarette. But, yeah. And um, I think those are, yeah, my main platforms, hey. Or, yeah, my music is under Gemini Everett. My socials are under Gemma's Jams. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us again. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me talk crap. <laughs> You're always welcome to. Can I swear? Yes. Yeah. Talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> represent the West shit. well. Heck yeah. yeah. I represent the West by talking shit. <laughs> oh, I have been Sean. And I'm Vanessa. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Groupie Collective podcast. Groupie Collective exists to create a movement where emerging artists, industry professionals and music lovers can connect and create opportunities with a focus on supporting the local music community. Expect curated playlists, radio shows, podcast episodes and all the latest from the Australian local music scene. Follow us at groupie underscore collective on Instagram and Facebook. Groupie Collective is always looking for contributors and collaborators. Send us a DM if you want to link up.